coming to you live from Brooklyn and Queens. I'm Andrew Passaro alongside my favorite musical savant out there in Queens, Joseph Brennan, Casey Wu, intern number one, intern number two. Well, actually, intern A and intern number one. I'm not going to give you guys the same assignment, but Casey Wu and Tom Esposito alongside with us. I'm naming them as interns today because my dad, specifically my dad, told me we didn't introduce the interns properly last time. So shout out to them. Shout out my dad. How's everybody doing? Shout out dads. Shout out dads, just in general. Shout out dads. How's everybody doing today? From now on, you guys will be referred to as the A1 interns. Steak sauce. Steak sauce. I like that. No, I'm doing well here. You know, recording a little later in the week here, but that's all good, fine, and dandy. We are doing it. Just going to say 917-740-6429. Hit us up on that hotline bling. Don't sue us, Drake. Actually, please sue. Well, no, don't please sue us because we don't have the money. But, like, if Drake sued us, we would make more money off of Drake suing us. Like, the amount of... We would go viral. You know what I mean? We could we could literally yeah. just go crazy viral for Drake suing us a podcast with 364 Instagram followers because we made a hotline bling reference. True. Oh, God, that would do wonders for our TikTok. Do we have a BrickHouse? We do, at BrickHouse Pod right? on the TikTok. BrickHouse? And uh, at BrickHouse We could probably all do the certified Loverboy haircut for Halloween, and that might get us. Uh, I don't have the hair like that. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it wouldn't work like that. I mean, I'd have to do it in, like, the back of the head, not the not the front of the hairline. Wouldn't do it in your beard. Well. I'm not doing it. Is that. the name of our TikTok account BrickTok? No, it's just BrickHouse Pod. Oh, fucking up. Well, I mean... Brick talk is a very different thing that we don't do. Wow. True. <laughs> Maybe we should have a, like a celebratory podcast. Just talk just a whole episode dedicated to bricks. Yeah, actually, I was at so I was at my friend's wedding over the weekend. Shout out Nick and Emily. So proud for you guys or happy for you guys. And the morning after reception was at the Brick House Farm. And I was like, yo, I'm about to we're, we're about to run this place out as a podcast and just be like getting rid of all the C's all over this place because <laughs> It's it's our fault. Legally, I'm pretty sure we own it. It's somewhere in the middle of New Jersey that I, I have no desire to return to. That was a thing from this weekend. But we're delaying the inevitable. Gentlemen, top of the queue, who wants to go first? I'm going to take the reins. Take them, Roman. So I stumbled upon this guy. Far Caspian is his name. He comes from this part of Ireland that I'm going to try and pronounce. Fermanga. Yeah, that's definitely not it. Yeah. Do you have the spelling? Yeah, it's F R E R M A N A G H. From that sounds close. Yeah, for manga. For right. manga. For manga. Yeah, we'll ask Killian, friend of the pod. Yeah, we should have asked Killian ahead of time. Anyway, he's playing Belfast tonight. So if you're in Ireland and looking for something to do, well, actually like over we, there it's probably morning already. But anyway, actually, um, it's already tomorrow there. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a time machine, which we'll get into later, um, go see him. But he has a new album called Ways to Get Out. It's pretty solid. It's a good indie vibe. Throw it on shuffle. Uh, I'm digging the tracks Get Along and Questions. Runs 47 minutes, a little long. We'll get into album lengths later. Uh, But yeah, that's what I'm digging. Tom, what have you been listening to recently? So this past week, I have been on a Heim kick. We're going to talk concerts in a little bit, but I did see them on Saturday. And um, ever since, I have just been plowing through their discography. Great stuff. Casey, what you got? I've been listening to a lot of uh, R&B, 70s, 80s, 90s. I've been utilizing the the scan button on my radio. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. 
I love the scan button. It's, it's an incredible button. That button doesn't get enough love. It really doesn't. It actually, I found a great station this weekend, but that's for another time. Found some gold. I don't even know the number of the station. I just stopped on it, held one of the numbers down to save it, and that was it. So that's a lot of Mary J. Blige. Love it. Andrew, what you got? So coming back from that wedding, I was in regular listener to the podcast, Brian Stemweed's car. Shout out Stemmy down there in uh, Wilmington. North. Shout out cars. Yes, yeah, shout out cars. Because <laughs> here in my car. Here in my car. Shout out Stemmy down there in Wilmington, North Carolina, our favorite listener in Wilmington, North Carolina. He put on the Bad Brains live from the CBGB album. As we were driving back, he was driving me to my bus to get me back to the city. And let me tell you, I do fuck with Bad Brains because they've got that, like, OG hardcore punk. They're from D.C. Band in D.C. is one of my favorite album covers of all time because it's the uh, it's the, the Washington Capitol getting strung, uh, struck by lightning. It's a, such, such a sick piece of art. But uh, I was listening to this, we were listening to this record, and, like, it goes from... It's very. It, I can tell that they were heavily influenced on Sublime because it goes from like this super hardcore stuff to uh, kind of like this like reggae influenced just jam rock, and it and it goes just like solidly back and forth where you'll have this like super pent up hardcore song and then like a just chill like chill vibe song, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. I'm really digging this. So. I was throwing that back on today on my way to work and just really enjoying it. Much more of a summertime vibe, but uh, you know what? It was 75 degrees and sunny here in the city today, and uh, I'm going to ride with it. So, yeah, that's my top of the queue. Tom, I believe uh, you mentioned you saw Haim last week. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that concert that you went to? Last Saturday, found ourselves at All Things Go Fest at Meriwether Post Pavilion in Maryland. Saw a lot of bands there. All things did go, and it was definitely rainy for parts, but they kept on going. Um, so who'd we see? We saw Beach Bunny, Missed Soccer Mommy by Just a Hair. Saw a Girl in Red. Saw Charlie XCX. Saw St. Vincent. Saw Haim. Excellent, excellent. Everyone sounded great. I really got a shout out. St. Vincent, underrated guitar player. Also phenomenal album name with Daddy's Home. But Haim definitely stole the show for us there at the end. They were just... The stage presence was great. The banter was great. You could tell they were just loving how all how this entire night was going and just feeding off the crowd, which was really cool. And then quickly, coming back to what I said before uh, regarding scan buttons, uh, Sunday morning, Katie found, shout out Katie, WXPN uh, in Philly, radio station there, Sleepy Hollow, curated radio, no commercials. They self-fundraise and they curate this, the playlists for you. So... They hit their fundraising goal and got an extra $5,000, which I wouldn't have found out about unless I used the scan button. So, that's pretty cool. Wait, you gave them $5,000? No, but somebody did. I was going to say, if you gave them $5,000, how much are you giving Brickhouse? We'll get to that later, but... Yeah, I definitely... <laughs> I owe Brickhouse everything. Who are we kidding? So, <laughs> his life for but I'm not the only one who, uh, Can't put a price who saw a concert this weekend. No, Joe, you saw Brickhouse. You saw Brickhouse. You saw a concert. Before I get into that, St. Vincent, did you know she has a signature guitar produced by Ernie Ball? I'd say she is a not underrated, but a equivalently rated guitarist. She is a rated. Fair. Guitarist. Maybe not underrated is the right term, but I'll say under underappreciated or underknown. I feel like people listen to her music and they're like, oh, she's very talented. But I don't know like how many people just listening would be like, True. 
she can rip a fucking guitar. Like, and just absolutely shreds. You know who I think gave St. Vincent a shout-out on the pod was, uh, she's getting brought up again two weeks in a row, but uh, shout-out Lily Mayo. I'm pretty sure she brought up uh, St. Vincent on her interview, which is one of my favorite interviews that we've done on this podcast. Uh, check that episode also, out. Check out me. Lily Mayo. She is playing. As Joe checks that out, Joe, you saw a concert this past week as well. I saw two, actually. You saw two? I'm going to another one Double tomorrow. Double down, baby. Last Saturday, I was lucky enough to see Catronata at Avant Gardner, which is really Mirage, um, but it, they call it Avant Gardner when it's inside. Yes, Lily Mayo is playing the Mercury Lounge at November 22nd, next month. That's pretty dope. Good for Lily. If you're not busy on the 22nd, go check her out. She's really good. Anyway, Even if you I, are busy on the 22nd, go check out Lily. Bring your friends and go see Lily. Cancel your plans and go see Lily. She is worth it, yes. She puts on a great live show. So I saw Kate Trinata, also very worth it. Um, Apparently, it was like a 3,000 capacity venue, completely sold out. Uh, opening acts were okay. Then he comes out, and he completely controls the crowd. He is incredible. Mixing his shit, his remixes. He mixed uh, Music Sounds Better With You and that uh, Kiss of Life by Sade and then If by Janet Jackson. And it just, it all meshed into like one huge, like, hour and a half song. And it was perfect. And then two nights ago, I saw a show at the Blue Note. It was Robert Glasper, keyboardist with Terrace Martin. These guys have won a bunch of Grammys, producing for a number of hip-hop artists, ranging from Snoop Dogg to Kendrick, the list goes on. But I was most excited to see who the special guests would be. The previous week, Dave Chappelle was a special guest. Fire. Q-Tip was a spe- special guest. Found out last night Joey Badass was a special guest. Very lit. I'm missing someone. There was another, maybe Most Def. I think he might have been a special guest. But anyway, I was thinking Ninth Wonder, the like music producer, hip-hop producer, was going to be the special guest because they were doing the Dinner Party album, which came out last year, and he produced that album. We got better. We got the Florida rapper Denzel Curry to come out, and he played or rapped for about a half hour to 45 minutes. And I forgot how good he was because he hasn't put anything out in probably like a year and a half. Mm. Just so much music to come out. But it it reaffirmed I like the brick background right there. <laughs> it reaffirmed that he is like probably my second favorite rapper of the past like three years. He's nice. Next to Freddie Gibbs, of course. I was gonna say yeah, I'd probably if if I had to pick Joe's top five rappers that he's texting me about, I think Kenny Beats might be number one. Like I know you fuck with Freddie. I know you fuck <laughs> Ken- with Freddie. Kenny Freddy Beats o- is the producer. Denzel Curry is the rapper. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my bad. But yeah, you knew what I was trying to say. Yeah, no, I mean. Joe fucking loves him some Denzel Curry. Like, I knew, I think I, when you called me after, I think I said the first one was Denzel, and then you said, it's a rapper from Florida. I was like, oh, it's it's Denzel. And, I mean, Ricky, when Ricky came out, that was right around when we started the podcast. Like, I think every single week, Joe's like, oh, yeah, I'm still listening to Ricky. You should, too. Also, all-time fit on the cover of that record. He's rocking that old-school Florida Marlins the stripe jersey, which is with the teal, and it's oh, like that might be one of the best baseball uniforms ever made. I'm a, I'm also a sucker for the uh, the old Diamondback logo, uh, the old Diamondback ones with the with their like purple and the the light green. 
all Fuck time. Fuck both right those there. teams for beating the Yankees in the World Series. I knew Casey was going to go right there. I knew so. Casey was going to go there, but somebody had to. Oh, shout out Joe's Knicks and Casey's Knicks getting a huge win in double overtime yeah. as we are a basketball <laughs> podcast. New York going crazy right now for, for the Knicks. Um, that was fun. It was an excellent game. I felt very New York watching the end of that game and uh, kind of rooting for the Knicks, but I don't know why. It was just, I mean. You want the Knicks to be good. They're just like there's the they're just they have that vibe where it's like New York is better when the Knicks are are rocking and rolling. So we were talking about Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry very famous for Joe's right. He hasn't put out record a record in a while. But, but there's speculation does, that yeah. he's going to put one out this year. Oh, uh, speaking of speculation, there's reports that we could be getting a Kendrick Lamar drop any day now. Yeah, by the time this episode comes out, it might be already out. I heard a leak yesterday. And then I was trying to find it and uh, play it for Joe, but it looks like it got taken down already. So yeah, that that happened so fast. You basically anytime you see like a good leak like that, you got to open up one of those uh, websites to record the audio internally on your computer so that you you got that to say to to rock with. But yeah, we could be getting a Kendrick album any day. But yeah, Joe's Joe's talking about Denzel, and which Joe and I were talking about this the other day, led us to have this conversation. You know, Denzel will probably come out with like a twenty minute record and it'll slap all the way through. Which led us to this conversation. We haven't really had this on on the pod before, but what do you guys prefer the the twenty five minute no miss record or the like fifty five minute record? Like, what is your perf- like if you had to choose one or the other for every artist that you really like for the rest of all time, a twenty five minute record or a fifty five minute record? What do you choose? I'm gonna take the fifty five minute every time, even if there's some misses on there. You know what? I'd rather feel like the artist gets to do their songs the way that they want to versus you know feeling like rushed and they got to wrap this up in a neat tidy 25 minute bow my example here thinking wise at least comes from the war on drugs new album coming out any day now super pumped for that but on their last album thinking of a place is like a 14 minute song and it's perfect now if they had a 25 minute record that song's not getting done so even if like some of the other songs on that record are dog shit, which they're not. It's a great album, but hypothetically speaking, if they were, I'd take that so I can get that 14-minute little slice of heaven versus, um, you know, a condensed 25-minute version of an album. I agree with Tom. Sometimes you just got to let the artist rock. Cause, yeah. Because there's, like, I, I haven't... Um... I haven't listened to this Olivia Rodrigo album, but apparently people are talking a lot of shit about Honestly, it. Honestly, pretty good. They're saying, like, <laughs> what's good about it is, like, she progresses, like, throughout the album, which is always... I always appreciate how, like, a story evolves from the start to finish, like, with an album. As long as it's, like, an artist I like and it's not bullshit... <laughs> like I'll always offer the longer album. Like I'm not trying to listen to a 50 song Chris Brown album, uh, but <laughs> like you know, Fuck like Chris like Brown. Scorpion. Like I I like Scorpion Scumbag. how he how he did the the two sided shit. I did like Scorpion. I didn't like. I mean CLB's too long though. That's the thing. I mean, but CLB is like an hour and twenty minutes. I like it. 20, yeah, and like I, I feel like there's different Drakes. Like you hear different Drakes on there. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the the versatility of the artist. Like when you can put different types of songs on one album, like that's where you I kind of agree with you. But at the same time, what I would say about like five, you know, ten years ago, Drake would have done is put all the al- all the songs that fit on like the album on the album, and then he would have put out like an accompanied mixtape. Which like I feel like if he had done that, would have been an entirely different release. 
I kind of disagree with both of you. I don't know if just my like appetite has changed, but I think twenty five to thirty minutes is the perfect album length right now. I just maybe my attention span has that's has the Kanye increased. mindset. Yeah, he says seven I, songs is the perfect length. Is Ye now? Yay, I'm sorry. Yay, I'm formerly sure known yay. as Kanye West. I don't think it's Ye. I, you know the reason he changed it to Ye? It's easier to spell. Because no one cheers for him anymore. So Yay. Yay. Wow. Yay. Joe, did your dad come up with that one? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I thought That's of that good. myself. Did you Thank see you. his dog shit haircut, by the way? I did. It's not good. No. It's not good. Oh, yes, good. yes, yes, I did. It's not good. I, I do wasn't a better sure job. if it was on purpose or not. Yeah, Joe actually does a better job. That is confirmed. All right, yay. Come on the pod. Joe will cut your hair. <laughs> or it actually, Yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah, everyone go at at Kanye. Tell him to come on the Brickhouse podcast and get a haircut. At yeah, yeah at ba da da da. We'll da, take da, a poll. Da, da, da. We'll just put up a picture of Andrew after the haircut and then Kanye's new haircut. <laughs> say which is which is better? And I I think that's a runaway landslide if we got a better haircut. But uh, I don't know. I I'm feeling like I think it really does depend on the artist, and I think it also depends on the genre. I think in hip hop, if you do a 25, 30 minute record, you're perfect. But I think in like Indie rock, I think we're looking at more of like a forty-five minute standard. But I like the case of breaking it down almost by genre. I think that is a good point to That's make. Fair. That we haven't made so far. And, and also, it depends on who the artist is because uh, my favorite record of the year so far has been um, the Tyler the Creator album, and that's like fifty minutes. But it's perfect because it it literally flows so perfectly because it really is. Yeah. That's in my opinion too is like an actual like artist like it's artistry versus like. To some extent, the a Drake album, of songs. yeah, the the the, comp- the Drake album is, is kind of a compilation. I don't disagree that the multiple Drakes is a good thing, but at the same time, like, what record, what songs are you you have to play back to back on that Drake album? Mm-hmm. Um, I also I agree with many of your points. So Tom, initially I was going to say I I prefer the half hour album, and then you brought up the War on Drugs, and I was like, shit, I really love the War on Drugs, and I looked and their album with Under the Pressure and red eyes it's an hour long and that's one of my favorite albums so i can't i can't say a half hour anymore i used to have a much longer attention span and love like the 50 minute albums but i live fast i live fast now and i need a, a half hour album so like a Nas album illmatic it's 39 minutes that's perfect for me right now but that could be exactly to andrew's point though there joe you know about the, the different genres and different styles i mean you know Regardless of living fast or living slow, um, I think probably the fact that everyone's working from home now as well kind of is like you don't have those commutes to like crush. 100%. Um, and it goes with genres too because I feel like I was I brought, I was brought up with hip-hop albums being like over an hour of just oversaturated. And there's a lot of hits on it, but I don't need to listen to 22 50-cent songs, you know? Um, but like a hardcore album. Just 21. Hey. 21 whatever 21 questions great song like a hardcore album like a hardcore album can run from 13 minutes to 22 minutes but like there's a good amount of songs on get rich or die trying right it's like 17 songs those are all great songs i was talking more like the massacre all right well they're not all classics (laughs) exactly Exactly. there's, there's bangers on it there's good stuff like there's good stuff on clb there's good stuff on scorpion but i don't need to listen to the whole thing Get Rich or Die Trying clocks in at an hour and nine minutes, according to Spotify. That's long. That's that is long. a that's long. That's a great that's album, a- though. Like start it, to finish. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I listen to the first half much more than the second half because I don't have the time. I just don't have the time 
to listen to the second half. I'd love to, but I'm I, pretty sure 21 questions is on the second half. It is. It's sort of the, it's sort of the back half. Crazy. Yes. Probably the best song on that album. Uh, Debatable. I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, Tom. I think it's the best um, love song ever written, but let's not go there. Okay, first of all, best love song ever written. Wow, there's a there's a draft for. You forget a about Al Green, man. Yeah, yeah, like what yeah. about, like what about Marvin Gaye? Yeah. Marvin Gaye, Barry like, White. What Barry the fuck? White. Yeah, he sampled Barry White for that. <laughs> I just want to throw out a couple songs on on Get Rich or Die Trying that could be better. Um, Many Men, parentheses oh. Wish Death, which would be okay. mine. Right. Into Very Club. Violent. All right. <laughs> high all the time. PIMP. Don't forget What Up Gangsta. Oh yep, what up, gangsta? Wangsta. What about, was it rich kid, oh, young kid, or whatever it's called? Poor little rich. Poor little rich. Poor little rich. Yeah, that yeah. one's a banger. Yeah. Um, Wangsta. Yep. It's a classic. I love Heat. That whole album is fucking great, man. That's it's, what I'm saying. That's fun. an hour. That that was an hour well spent. Yeah, but I mean, not many artists can put that many hits on a exactly. one hour. If, long. You, no. if you have the ability, if you have the talent, like a like a Kendrick or a Tyler the Creator. I'm gonna or a Radiohead. I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. Yeah, like Good Kid, Mad City is that kind of album. Yeah. Also, just totally unrelated, but Into Club and Candy Shop combined for over a billion listens on Spotify. That's why I am. I'm not surprised, I'm not surprised. by that. Not not zero percent surprised. And it's time now for our presenting sponsor. Ring ring. Help! Help! Save the brick line. Save the clock tower. Save the clock tower. Help, help, save the brick line. Today's special is two large hopping pizzas. Save the brick line. Those crooks over at Google are trying to jack the brick house phone number. Well, fuck Zuck, I said. Call us at 917-740-6429 and stay fly. Brickhouse boys out. Prices do not include tax or delivery fee. This call may be monitored or recorded. Well, thank you for that very important public service announcement. Yeah, save the save the the hotline number. Just please call it. Please call it and give us something to talk about. Give us the next top save five. Save the we've... clock tower. Save the clock tower. Next, we need our next top five. We need our next playlist draft. We want you guys to help us pick it out. So do that. It's mainly Hayden. Listen to the fucking playlist. L- listen to the fucking podcast and call us, please. Um, or I'm not going to visit you in Georgia. We got two things coming up later on the pod here. We've got a quick little topic here, and then we're going to finish the show. Top five songs with horns in them, a.k.a. the Brickhouse Boys Get Horny. Is that... <laughs> is that... Yes, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Coming next week, Joe's t- uh, Joe's list of top 300 points of the Brickhouse podcast. But, all right, um, so this was trending on Twitter uh months and months ago and i sent it to the hotline we were taking a little break and uh this jackass on the internet was saying i have always charged 50 to 100 dollars per uh per podcast guest appearance as i spent an hour prepping followed by 25 to 30 minutes discussion and i also promote the appearance both pre and post recording to help grow their following yesterday a guy asked me to come on his podcast and i explained my fees he responded with fuck off I guess my question is, do people expect shit for free? Why should I invest two plus hours of my time and not get reimbursed for it? So uh, that being said, let us now open the discussion for the following topic. How much should we be paying our guests? What should we be paying our guests? And um, what should we be compensated for the next time that we do not only a live performance of this podcast but also if any of us ever go on somebody else's podcast we're more than willing to hop on, hop on your podcast um we would love to 
How much should we be compensated? Can I go first? I will open the bidding right now. Joseph, go first. All right. All I need, all I'm asking for, a bag of Kiwis, some Miller Lights, and a compilation of VHS. How many Kiwis More? is a bag of Kiwis? That's up to your judgment. Because that could be two Kiwis. Is that really enough Kiwi for Kiwi are small. They're not really, there's not a lot of Kiwi in that situation. Well, all I'm saying is if I'm getting a bag filled with two Kiwis, I'm giving you a very lackluster effort. How, How big much is the bag? Do you possibly need? <laughs> also a fair question. I was getting there. I was a compilation. That's my asking price. How about you guys? I'll settle for like sixty-four ounces of beer, minimum. Would you want that? Like a growler yeah. or like a, a six-pack? What? Like a growler? <laughs> like those yeah, big jugs? jugs? Uh, it could be like a mix. I'm just talking like minimum. So it could be like a couple different six-packs. Could be fucking forties, couple four locos, a bottle of absinthe. You know, whatever. As long as it's within a certain specifically amount. 64 ounces though minimum minimum, minimum. Would, if they yeah. if, if i give be... you more alcohol would i get a higher output effort from casey there's probably a meaning like alcohol content yes. no 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 sure. i mean what I, if i give you more li- liquid ounces of alcohol would i get more effort from you yeah, it's a dangerous game you're playing. Yeah, there's though. like a peak to that, I imagine. You're like, you, like you hit like a perfect amount where you're gonna get the maximum output, and then after that, the the output comes back down. Yeah, I think in economics it's referred to as the law of diminishing. Oh, returns. I thought it so was like uh, microeconomics. Yeah, marginality. You guys are getting too f- smart for this podcast right now. Shut the f- up, or I'll fire you. <laughs> Uh, well, to put it lightly, it's like you you know, for every I think you, we can fire you feel either. great. You have two beers. <laughs> you know, you feel just as good, but you know, once you get like fifteen or sixteen beers in, you don't feel so great anymore. Great t- content. I though. don't feel so good about after about nine or ten beers, Casey. That's that's where the uh we're we're not it we're not good. But uh although to be fair if I have that many beers, there's no way I haven't done at least two shots. I don't know. It's just a, it's a dangerous game. Tom, what 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 are we talking about compensation wise? Yeah, I mean, you know, for, I think that guy's point. Like, if that's like your career for podcasting, like I would like say, I understand where you're coming from in terms. No, of he's a jackass because oh. he covered he he was a baseball writer and he covers baseball for a living. And I'm sorry, like as a guy who covers the NFL for a living and watches entirely too much soccer. If a football or soccer-related podcast invited me to come on their podcast, I wouldn't need to prep for it. Like, I would say, oh, do we want to talk about this, this, or this? So just so that I, like, organize my notes and have them in front of them. But it's it's obscene to say that it takes you an hour to prep for a 25-minute uh, appearance. That's That just says, I don't know my shit, is what it says. Yeah, so, fair. I mean, for me, if I got asked to just a one-off podcast thing, I'd just do it for nothing. Like, you know, if we're in a bar... And there's like, I'd take a pint, like, sure. I mean, but yeah, I think, you know, if you just enjoy it, like, I mean, sure, everyone wants to get paid for something, but are you really that special? Probably not. So just do it because you enjoy it, and that should be enough. I think that's the best. Okay, so Tom's Tom's giving it away for free on the corner. I think, I mean, if I was really, I I would also give it away for free on the corner, just saying. Um... But I think I'm 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 in between Joe and Casey. I, I think uh, give me a bodega, give me a give me a chopped cheese, and like a six pack of White Claws, and I will be I will be like tweeting about your podcast eight billion times. 
that I came on your podcast <laughs> because you fed me and you gave me alcohol. Like, what else can I ask for? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I should be. Uh, what else? What else do I want in life? Like, I'm not going to ask you to pay my bookie for what I didn't hit this weekend. Like, come on. Uh, that would be that cool. would be awesome. I mean, that's that the dream. Fair, really, to be honest, but, is like, yeah. like, hey, we're going to cover your losses for the weekend if you come on our podcast. Like, I will be coming on your podcast every single week and um, hammering. The spreads <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh what should we be paying our guests you know like what what uh like i, I feel like we I think we should give them that's a different least, question I yeah think. for right now we should give them at least 20 percent of our current brick house income 20 percent seems fair that's uh, we're losing money making this podcast yeah so we'd get something back <laughs> well, we're getting their performance. Yeah, who gets something to cover our loss? That's uh, yeah, that's fair. We get to hang yeah, out. Yeah, they do get to hang out. I, I was thinking that's math. For I you. was thinking we should sign a brick for them for when we blow up and this podcast becomes very successful. That they can either have uh, the signed brick sit on their mantelpiece, or that um, they could sell that brick on like Grailed or eBay and uh, make a little money after the fact. You know, it appreciates in value. Not easy to sign a brick. I agree. Uh, we. What if we like get someone our top to like are on it. put brick? They write brick in the brick in Braille. It's a wait. Say all that again. <laughs> so like on the brick, it's, it says brick, but in Braille. Can you carve Braille into bricks, Joe? I'm sure you could. Can I personally? <laughs> Not yet. Do you know anyone that can? My cousin is a mason over in Italy. I could ask him to. Yeah, do it. I'm sure the shipping on that will be real cheap. It's not cheap. I mailed something to Spain last year and it was like sixty dollars. Was it a fucking brick? A fucking, <laughs> no, it was like fucking. I don't even know. It was some dumb shit, and like it got over there and was broken. Where in Spain? First of all, second of all, should we make a cryptocurrency and give Bitcoin away to people? <laughs> Bitcoin is lit. Yeah, I think Bitcoin would be definitely. I mean, who wouldn't invest? I'd invest. I've already done it. <laughs> really have. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all we're giving our guests. No hearty handshakes. No uh, head pats. Just uh, Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency of the future. Uh, that brings us. What we can give our guests is a tasteful send off. Our final segment of today's horny podcast. The Brickhouse Boys are going to reveal to you their top five favorite songs, which include horns, not jazz songs, non-jazz songs. The Brickhouse Boys get horny. Damn, I have a jazz song. Who wants to go first? I have a jazz song. <laughs> I guess I could well, fill it. Andrew, take us away. All right. Um, man, this was, this was a tough list, I have to say. I'm not going to even lie that I don't have this in final order, but I'm going to come in at number five with 5446 Ball and Chain by sublime which is a really long track off of their first record it's kind of a dual track which was kind of like built into one you know what i mean like how uh living love and made into uh it comes right after uh the the two led zeppelin songs are always played back to back um but yeah that has a really cool trumpet and trombone line in there that i really like so that's number five i'm gonna say us and them the saxophone solo on the pink floyd record dark side of the moon is one of my favorite saxophone record uh, saxophone songs of all time how to sneak that in there gotta get you into my life by the beatles 
if you know, you know what that song's about. All right. Uh, the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss I knew I had to get a ska track in there. Also, um, I fucking love that song. Like that, like the day that the impression that I get doesn't put a smile on my face is the day that I want one of the three of you to take me outside and shoot me because it's over. Like I, I just don't want to exist after that point. And my number one song with horns, Outcast, Spadiati, Dopaliciousness off of Aquemini. I sent that to my dad today. He gave me a bunch of his favorite songs. I have I have some honorable mentions. We'll get to those later, but who would like to go next? I could take it from there. Unless, Joe, you want to take it? Take it away, Tom. All right. I also I almost had us and them on our list. I took it off like five minutes before we started recording this. Number five for me, um, scenes from an Italian restaurant, Billy Joel. You know, things are okay with me these days. I got a new life. I got a new office. Uh, family is fun. All that other stuff that Billy Joel sings about. So, um, pasta, mainly. And some saxophone in there. Love pasta. Um, number four, Life in a Glass House by Radiohead. Um, I said I was listening to this album last week. Just really, really enjoying it. Number three, I could have had five Springsteen songs on here, Born and Raised in Jersey, but I only, I didn't do that. Number three, Born to Run, Bruce. Uh, absolute classic. Clarence Clements, Clarence Clemens, R.I.P. Just do it. Number two, Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Um, okay, that's that's a good song, boys. And the saxophone is there. And number one, we're going back to the boss, Jungle Land. Again, uh, just Clarence takes over this track. You know, it's just singing about being on the streets at night and that just the last few minutes just so sax heavy it's just it's perfect it's a perfect song in my opinion it's my favorite bruce song a true new jersey having two bruce springsteen songs in his top five could have had five when i when i went to scranton like and i first met a bunch of people from jersey from the swim team i cannot tell you how many times that every single kid from jersey because we would play jungle land like late at night into the parties and all these like kids would be like yo dude like when clarence died every single station in new jersey played jungle land at the exact same time and i was like okay i know you told me last weekend and the weekend before that and the weekend before that and the weekend before, like i fucking remember bro. <laughs> no like, but calm down dude like, i got it I when got clarence you. died every single radio station played jungle land <laughs> <laughs> At the same damn time. <laughs> All right, who's next? Who's Yo, next? you're up. All right, coming in and tied at number five, we have Can I Live by Jay-Z, Get Up Off of That Thang by James Brown, The Mighty Mighty Boston's The Impression That I Get, and Spirit in the Night by Bruce Springsteen. That's four songs tied for fifth place, motherfucker? That's bullshit. Yeah, I couldn't. You got a list of eight songs? Spirit in the Night is so good. So I love Spirit. I forgot. I forgot names. one that was on my list that was on my top five that I forgot that I put the on. The horns there. and can I live? Come on, they're good songs. All right. they're good songs. Great songs. Yeah, number four, "No Cars Go" by Arcade Fire. Putting my hand up, loophole. This is such a loophole. We couldn't do jazz. He's got yeah. four songs coming in fifth place. Fucking bullshit. For real, I had fucking John Coltrane <laughs> on this motherfucker. Oh, he'd be my number one if we were doing jazz. Songs. Yeah, well, carry on with carry the rest on of with your... your eleven songs in the top five <laughs> laundry list. Yeah, it's yeah. only eight. I, had, I cut a few out, actually. At number three is uh, 808 State Pacific 707. That's uh, It's an electronic song from, like, the late 80s, but it's it's delicious. They use, like, one of those, like, electronic saxophones. Anyway, number two, 
uh, Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield. See, that was on my list, and I forgot. I like I was looking further down my list, and I didn't have them ranked, and that was supposed to be in there. And I was yeah, not supposed to be us in there, and I couldn't find it. Sampled later by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And number one, we got the jazz. We got the jazz. We got the jazz. Not a jazz song, though. Tribe uh, Tribal Quest. Great track. Mr. Casey, take it away. Number five, Jump Around, House of Pain. All-time party anthem. Number four, Feel It Still by Portugal, the man we talked about last week. It's my shit. That's my favorite song by them. Number three, I actually took the Kanye version, Touch the Sky, sampling uh, Curtis Mayfield's Moving On Up. Number two, also took an Outkast song, The Way You Move, my favorite Outkast song. And then uh, I had to go number one, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Shining Star. I'm a big big trumpet guy, so... Good yeah. pick. And uh, um, honorable mention, it goes to uh, George Michael for Careless Whisper. I actually kind of hate that song, but I feel like that's the one horn song that everybody actually knows but doesn't that know. That was on my song. honorable mention also. Oh. <laughs> I, I got some other honorable mentions. Um, Penny Lane by the Beatles didn't make it, but that's a good one. Um, Date and Wrong Way by Sublime both have very good trumpet sections. Latin Grammys off the new Action Bronson album mm. didn't make it, but a good one. Spiderwebs by No Doubt has a really good trumpet section. And my last one, Midnight Train to Georgia. Ooh. I thought of that one today. I thought of that one today. That was not like I had most of my list kind of done yesterday. And that I was like looking through recent thumbed up songs on Spotify. And I found that. I was like, oh, shit. Need to put that on there. I'm honestly impressed. You know that song. Great song. That is. Motown is. That is. I gotta say, the only one I left off my list was um, that that really comes to mind is Midnight City M83. Um, just solid, solid horns. I had a problem picking which Earth, Wind, and Fire song I was gonna choose. Either that Boogie Wonderland could have went September, but Shining Star. Do you the remember? One. I'm very upset that no one picked a song, including a contrabassoon. I don't know what that is. All right, you didn't either. In your fucking eight songs, <laughs> you know the Pink Panther? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's cool. the contrabassoon. I didn't know that was a horn. That's jazz. <laughs> it's, a, it's a theme song, so I'll let that one slide. <laughs> theme songs can... For, for Tom, for next time, theme songs are not included in the category of jazz. <laughs> drafts, though. Thumbs down. Tom is big on theme songs and drafts. Love them. We do. We got to do a draft again next week. We got to figure out what we're doing. If you have any suggestions, hit us know on Instagram at BrickHousePod, at Andrew Pissarro, at Ba Da 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 Da, at TSPO92, at Cheesy Quesadilla. Or call. You could call, please, and let us know. And call this uh, hotline. I don't have the hotline number ready. Um, 917 um, 7 something something. You figure the rest of them out. Seven four nine one nine one seven seven four zero six four two nine. Better than you at your own game. Don't you love to see it? Uh, grow out your mustache like Tom and I are yep. doing. Yeah, that's right. You can't tell, but I. Yeah, me too. I trimmed the beard shorter than, and I left the mustache long. I actually did That's the look. Yeah, we got the mustache coming. Um, Keep that for a while. Mustaches are great. No, with great mustache comes great responsibility. November mustache. Yep, mustache. I wouldn't know. And uh. I would just say, uh, remember, when Clarence Clemens died, every radio station in New Jersey played <laughs> Jungle Land at the same time. And it was beautiful. The entire state wept a giant piece of Taylor. Maybe because they're from New Jersey. Rest in peace, big yes, man. Right.
New York has better bagels. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah.